Howdy, hobos. I am so happy you're here. You have once again found your way here, or maybe you this is your first time here. Either way, welcome. Welcome back. Uh, my name is Mark. I'll be your camp host. Welcome to Hobo Safe Camp. Um, this virtual campfire is uh, it's a good one. You're going to enjoy it. Um, today, we're joined by Lisa. Uh, she is somebody who uh, this really strange phenomenon has occurred where where I don't know who followed whom first, but um, several of my Instagram accounts cross with her Instagram account. She's always at the top of my feed. I don't know why the algorithm has chosen um, her and her partner, Kevin, to always be at the top of the my, my feed, but they're both there. I feel like I'm part of their family. I see into their world um, in real time, it seems like. And so I just thought it's, we needed to talk. We needed to see uh, what was going on. Um, it felt like we were uh, being pushed together and 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 here's here's this one 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 problem here is uh her phone's kind of a piece of shit and so there's some static in it and we're going to talk more with lisa over the next uh coming weeks so um we'll get that stuff cleared up we'll get it cleared up but look look the technology does not stop the message that the lack of technology i sh should say uh, old it was an, it's an old phone and uh, we just couldn't get the, the, the quality that we're going to get in the future. But look, like I said, the message is still there. The technology will not stop the message. It's really important that you listen to this episode and the words being spoken. It's, it's uh, um, a, a way, I believe, that um, we can begin to come to unity. All right, but before we get started, uh, let's get some business out of the way, Okay. Open Lines Radio. Here's what you need to do to always be in the loop. The first thing you're going to do is you're going to go to Instagram and you're going to follow Lisa, our guest today. Uh, she is at Lisser444. That's L-I-S-E-R 444. And it may be a private account, so you may have to request it. She might need to uh, investigate before uh, she accepts you in. But, you know, this is life. Maybe she's not, but I think she is. Okay, um, do that, and then while you're after you do that, go to Open Lines Radio at Open Lines Radio. Follow follow Open Lines Radio, and then go to Hobo Safe Camp at Hobo Safe Camp Virtual Campfire. That is, it's at Hobo Safe Camp is the the username, and follow that. You'll always be in the know, and then you can follow me too um, at tincan.telephone. All right, what do you do if you love the virtual campfire? What do you do if you want to hear? all the virtual campfire episodes in a row and uh and and maybe not listen to the other uh, open lines radio content that gets interspersed between I'm not, i know you want to listen to that too but what if you want to binge listen the hobo safe camp virtual campfire what do you do there's two things you can do the first thing you can do is you can go to patreon uh, it's patreon.com slash open lines radio and you can support us on patreon and there there is a tag called uh virtual campfire and you'll get all Virtual campfires there in a row. You can listen to your heart's content. There's other stuff on Patreon, too, that you can get. There are a, a couple podcasts that I'm putting out that are Patreon only. Uh, a higher source is only found there. Um, there's a new one called uh, The New Adventures of Indigo Boy, which is really interesting. This weird uh, converse, email conversation I had with somebody a few years ago. Um, I, I'm putting it to AI voices, and believe it or not, it takes a long time. I'm working on the second episode right now. It'll probably probably be a four-parter. Um, and then there's some other stuff there, too, that you only get on, or working on some other stuff, that you only get on uh, Patreon. And it's two bucks a month. It's nothing. And you get extra content, and you help support us, and we keep this thing going. Um, where, what else? You can go to SoundCloud, soundcloud.com, or the SoundCloud app. Search for Open Lands Radio. There is also a uh, virtual campfire playlist there where you can listen to all of them. Um, as well as the entire Open Lines Radio archive. Of every podcast that's been on Open Lines Radio is on SoundCloud. Uh, just search for Open Lines Radio on SoundCloud. And it will all be at your fingertips. Check out www.openlinesradio.com uh, where you can also get uh, access to all of our podcasts and also um, links to the different uh, podcast apps. So if you have your favorite podcast app you want to listen on, you can get right to it. You can uh, also uh, donate to help us keep going, PayPal and Venmo. And what else? Uh, you, you can, uh, if, you, if you've ever had interest in starting your own podcast, I encourage you to do so. Podbean is a great hosting platform. While you're at openlinesradio.com, there's a link down on the bottom right side. And to uh, Podcast Unlimited, 
to your heart's content right from your phone. You can you can just join Podbean and you can record right from your phone and broadcast it out there. There are also some other um, things that you can use. Ringer is how I communicate with people. That's how I did this interview today. And uh, uh, it's, it's a great way to communicate and, and touch base with people at distances and get some uh, good quality audio. Um, and what else? That's it. I think that's it. That's all the business. Let's get back to it. Let's get to Lisa. Lisa has uh, endured and has found happiness and uh, has grown and has some words for us um, that can only help us. So listen, all you beautiful people, all you amazing, radiant beings, pick up the tin can telephone, put it to your ear. The line stretches out across dimensions. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you are. I don't know what dimension you're listening to these vibrations. But it's for you. Lisa, ramble on. I'm just a rambling hobo. I ramble all along. I'm just a rambling hobo. I ramble all alone. Ain't got no one to love me. No place to call my home. There, there's a reason I, I wanted to talk to you, and it's more than just that the Instagram algorithm has thrown you to the top of my feed always. And it's I, you and, and your whole family, really. You just kind of have this this radiance this, that draws at least me to it in this this sense of like, I can, I can tell that you have overcome some things in your life um, and are at a place where like probably who you are five years ago would never, wouldn't think that where you are now would ever be possible. You're absolutely and, right. And you, there, there's so much joy in that because you can tell because it's, like, it's, it's the same thing with me. Like I came, I had some pretty shitty times and we we're finally finding happiness and so happy that we hung on to find, to wait for it. Yep. Did I get it? Did I get it right? Yeah, you did. You hit it. You hit it right on the, the nail on the head there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of cool to be in that place. Don't you think? It's, it's extremely cool. I'm, I'm very happy to be where I'm at now, especially Especially even seven years ago, things were a whole lot different than what they are now. I'm definitely, and I feel like I'm, I know who I am and where I'm going, and things that you say to me now aren't going to affect me the way that they might have affected my little fragile self three, four, or five years ago. So I definitely feel like I'm standing in a stronger, stronger place. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that, and that's maybe that's it. It's just the reaction is different to uh, life than it used to be. It is. Absolutely. I I don't know. I feel like I fell off a lot of this whole, um, this movement that I felt like I was attached to. And then I, I feel like I'm not a part of that as much anymore. I've kind of separated myself from just about anything and everything that Lisa was not too long ago, even, you know, I just keep separating and, and growing. And, and I love, it. I love this process. It's a beautiful process. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good point. It's, it's a. Some it takes separation from things. That's that's the same thing in my life. Uh, it's been when I finally have said, "Fuck it, I'm done with you," or with whatever it is, and and that's when you are able to turn around to see something new and better. Yeah, you do have to let some things go, and it's a lot easier. Let me tell you, like the one thing that I have found, like in, in this in this weird, crazy, fucked up life journey that everybody's been on uh, are my boundaries like that was the hardest thing in the world for me to set was a boundary for myself I always felt like okay I, if I if I say no to this or if I don't do this I'm gonna hurt somebody's feelings now I'm just like my boundary is the absolute most important thing in the world to me and I'm sorry if it hurts someone's feelings if I step on a toe but I got to put myself in the right place or I'm not going to be happy yeah and happiness is super important yeah yeah that's yeah and exactly Exactly. And what do you, what do you think it is? Like, why, why is it, do you have to go through like 
such pain to like realize <laughs> like why, why, like it's you touch a fire and you're not and you're burned and you don't touch it again but we'll let people walk all over us for years before we put up that boundary it's definitely wild i think it was a fear too of like okay if i don't have these certain people in my life anymore then what does that mean for me like where is my place and then i'm like i don't i don't need any of these attachments I like even like the, I've become more like minimalistic in my thought processes. Like, do I need to go out and get another vehicle? Do I need do I need all these big fancy things? And I, I don't. I don't feel like I need it. I don't feel like I have to have it to to be up there with the rest of them that do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and it, and you start to become um, you realize that it's the people around you and the the, the people that you surround yourself with should be building each other up. Not it's not even about like people that make you feel good. It's about people that make each other feel good and and it's right. two way two way relationships instead of just a one way right exactly so many people just want the one thing or they just feel like they need you around to make themselves feel better and i just started becoming real real wise to that yeah and and when you uh it's, it's, it's strange too how it, it seems like the more you try to be a better person the more the people that knew you get pissed off <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed that. Well, because so many people like hold you in this version of yourself that it really truly doesn't exist anymore. Like the people that I haven't spoken to in years, in years that I've like ex exited from my life, executed, however you want to put it. <laughs> <laughs> they literally like think I'm still the same person. And I, I think that's really strange that people don't honor or recognize growth in another human being. Like, do you not yourself personally change? Do you not yourself personally try to to do more, do better. Like that blows my mind a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. It's it never, it, it's, I've, I've lost so many relationships in uh, feeling like I'm just be becoming a better person, <laughs> being a kinder person. People, the people are like, fuck you. I know who you are. It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> the journey can be lonely. <laughs> <laughs> it usually is. Not. It usually is. Um, but you know, there's also, you, 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 you can be lonely, but the journey also, it's, it's like when you, you do find the right person and the right people to that fit, it's like, why did I struggle for so long? Like here are these people, like myself 10 years ago, never would have thought that I could be with somebody, be with the spouse that I missed when they were gone, you know? <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, it, and it took going through some really painful ups and downs before, like now it's like, I don't know. We hear people talking about how like quarantine is like causing uh, divorces and stuff. And it's like, man, we, we both have, we're both been working through it. And it's like, we would both die to just be home together <laughs> through this thing. And it's like, I, I get that feeling with you and, and your husband as well. That, that, and, and I think that might be what the connection is. I feel, a lot, I see a mirror. Yeah, absolutely. We're working on the getting married part. Like we call each other husband and wife. We're working on the getting married part. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. That's what your, your partner. It's a, it's th th that's just my simple words. You know, you know it's crazy because when this first went down, um, I I have weird dreams sometimes, and I had this really bizarre dream before the whole quarantine went down. That's that's like a, a different topic. Um, but he lost his job like a week before the quarantine, and it was just me working, and it, it caused a little bit of a rift initially. But he was able to stay home with me for, gosh, over a month. It was like a month and a half. And I would have been a nervous wreck if he hadn't have been here with me. He was so helpful and comforting and just anything and everything that needed to be done. He just stepped in. We, we just, uh, the bond, it's just an inseparable bond. I, I, I love this man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we can talk about it. There's no topics. Uh, what it, Look, we can talk about this about being married. You don't have to get married. I tell my kids not to get married, so it's like I, I apologize <laughs> that I just insinuate it. Or no, that's okay because it's where I'm at. I'm with it too, and it's you know because I was previously married. I went I went through that. I was married for about twelve years, and you know it was, it was a divorce is not cool. Like it's not a fun process for anybody to have to go through. But the the connection that you have with I don't I feel like it's an institution. Like why should I have to go and sign my name? Like I feel like we should be able to exchange rings and have you know a ceremony with amongst ourselves, you know, and not have to go sit at the courthouse and wait three days for a piece of paper. And then I, I don't know. It's just a really weird, really weird thing they did with a marriage. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? And 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 
on, on that same topic, uh, Holly and I got married. We, we were together for a long time before we got married, but it was because we were getting, trying to get custody of my kids. And like, that was kind right. of one of the requirements. And so like, that was the, the, the sole, not the sole reason, but the, the main reason that we got married and we, and now that they're all grown, we kind of joke, we're like, we should just get divorced. Like we don't, we don't it's actually, we would even, people get married for tax purposes and like, it would actually be better, better for us tax wise to not be married. And so we're like, we, we joke cause it's in, in California, just the process of mutually divorcing and still staying together is would probably cause us to split. You know? <laughs> so, right. Um, I actually get really irritated by people and like their, their thought processes over it. Like, Oh, you guys have been together four years. Why aren't, why aren't you married? Why haven't you done this? Why haven't you done that? And I'm like, well, you're on your fourth divorce. So yeah. Yeah. I don't really know why you're wanting to give me marital advice, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> well, this is not at all how I anticipated this conversation. <laughs> Didn't think we were going to be having this conversation. That's cool. That's what I like. That's what I told you. Like, I've never prepared. And it's just, I just like to see where the, the conversation goes. I, I You, you, I, I, I don't, I can cut this out if you want, but I don't think it's a, a secret that you suffer from anxiety. No, it's not a secret at all. You do not have to cut that out. Okay. No, I do suffer from anxiety. <laughs> I actually like to put it out there that I do because I feel like there's so many people out there that do have anxiety and, and some issues inside their head that, hey, we're not alone out here. You talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that might be another reason that um, I'm drawn to you. Is just It's just I feel like a lot of the same things and being like, and, and a lot of people don't understand what a, what a, panic attack for no reason feels like, you know, <laughs> it's, it, it, people just kind of brush it off as like someone being overly sensitive, but sometimes we wake up in the morning and it's like, I don't know where this impending sense of doom is coming from, but I just want to crawl under a rock. Right. Right. Well, people, uh, a lot of people, unless it happens to them, it's like something that doesn't exist. So if, if you haven't experienced, you know, a dark night of the soul, depression, you know, that last weeks, maybe even months, or, you know, going to work, you sit there and you're like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get through this day and these people, so many people, you know, if you don't know what that feels like, then I'm glad for you, but it's not that way for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a lot better than I used to be, but more just because I've learned to live with it and function in life as it's happening rather than having it, it hasn't stopped, I've just learned to push forward and push it down, which might not be the most healthy uh, approach. Something that really did help me, and actually this this year is probably the most beneficial thing that I've read, is that anxiety is normal. Like, having problems like this, it's normal. It's just the way that you personally deal with it. You know, and that, in the yoga a lot this year, I've, I've committed to it every single day this, this year. I haven't missed a single beat, and the meditation is just, really done wonders like oh, my brain will sometimes go through like this panic think 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 catastrophic and then boom I'm like I don't have to I don't have to have these thoughts right now and then I start really chilling out yeah that's that's I uh I'm a big proponent of meditation I just never really do it I don't know why I don't let myself sit for long enough when I should that's what Kevin says he has a hard time sitting down and, and settling in right I really enjoy sitting down and settling in. But also, I feel a I feel a connection to to him as well, and I think we probably meditate the same way, just as we're going through our day. Just it's almost it's almost like a constant meditation. <laughs> I feel like I'm in. Yeah, yeah. He can he can also wind down really quick too. Or me, I'm just like, how do you fall asleep this fast? Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like sometimes it takes me forever to fall asleep. And the people that just close their eyes and they're out for the whole night and they don't wake up at all during the night, I'm I'm jealous of all yeah, of you. Yeah. Tell me the yeah, secret. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I just, I definitely uh, do not uh, sleep well. You, do you? So you've started working at home, right? Since. Uh, all this shit started happening? Yes. Yeah. I started working at home and I love it so much. Yeah. Do you feel like your productivity is higher when you're at home rather than in the office? Yes, I do. I do. Absolutely. I can get so much more done 
than just you know being interrupted constantly throughout yeah. the day. Yeah, I was. I had a similar thing. I've been working. I've worked from home for a lot of my life, and uh, not now, but uh, and man, it's just so great because you can just like it's probably really helped you keep on track with your yoga goals just because you can work it in. You know where norm normally you would be taking a lunch lunch break and eating some fast food or something in, in a 30 minute time period, you can sit down and, and meditate. Yeah. Well now, like I get up in the morning, I do the yoga first thing. Cause I'm like, I, I cannot start my day without getting into that space. But now my lunch break, instead of rushing and heating everything up and then sitting in my hot car, cause by the time my 30 minutes is over, now the AC is kicking in and it's cold. So I've been sitting there kind of sweltering, scrolling. And I come in here and I, I go for a run. Or I work out, or I just kind of chill out for a little bit, then get back to it. I've got my whole day lined up, too. Like, I used to have to take my lunch at noon, which is so stupid to me, because I'm really productive until about yeah. 1 or 2, and then I want to yeah. take a lunch. But for some reason, I can't do that in an office. <laughs> nope, nope. If you could try to take a lunch, a lunch at 3, people think you're crazy. Or they're like, oh, you're just wanting to take your lunch break or is it sooner to go home? And I'm like, yeah, well, that exactly. might play into it. But <laughs> Exactly. I would like to go home earlier. Finish up, come in early. I've always been that way. Come in first person in so I could be the first person out. Definitely. Early rising. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. And I feel like eventually they're going to want me to come on back in, but... I don't know if I ever want to. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to stay home. I'm a super homebody. Like, I really don't go off and do a whole lot of things. I really prefer to be home. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the, the corporate eye likes to have a, be looking over your back at all times. And... Which is so weird because I'm like, the more you look over me, the, the less I want to do. Mm -hmm. Like, if you just let me do what I need to do, I will do so much for you. I promise. Yeah, yeah. I'll even <laughs> give you your, free work. Get your thumb off me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's kind of, that's the, I've, I've just kind of had this thought that a lot of that's, that might be a, a big pushback because a lot of people are working from home right now and the time's going to come where they're going to say time to come back into the office and how many people are going to resist. I, I hope a lot because I, I just think the country works better when the people are being productive instead of sitting in a cubicle, like playing solitaire. Oh my goodness! I, you know, I I love being home around my daughter too, and then you know my my other daughter goes back and forth, but my youngest primarily stays here with me full time. And just being able to be here and and know what's going on. And another thing that I really love about it is now I'm not having to get up and be Miss Corporate Kathy and you know throw on the trousers and the yeah. button up shirts and look all professional. And like I've been here for like what three months now or something. And normally the money that I would have extra is going to go to work clothes. I've been buying clothes yeah. that like I would want to wear that I wouldn't be able to buy if I wasn't having to buy trousers and jackets and button up <laughs> yeah. and all these. Things I don't want to wear, but I have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never understood the uh, the uh, business casual. Like, why not just let people be comfortable at work? Yeah, I don't understand that either. Now, now I'm sitting in here wearing like a harem jumpsuit and my little tivas, and I'm I'm so comfortable that I would not be allowed to wear this if I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're, when you're comfortable, you can be creative, and then that's when you really become productive. Oh, yeah, they got to learn. They got to learn these things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think they might. I hope they do. I hope they do. I don't, I don't know. It's this, this, I just keep kind of tripping out about how, um, I, I just, so I, like I was saying, telling you earlier, we have, I have about five Instagram accounts and, that are active. And I think we follow each other on four of them. And, and every single one you're at the top and I'm just, I'm trying to, I know that the algorithm, the, the, the Instagram algorithm is, um, I don't know. So it's, it's a manufacturer one. It's not like a universe. Maybe it is. Maybe they've somehow tapped into the cosmic uh, algorithm and are pulling people together. But it seems like, like pe people are finding each other. And I just, have you, have you, uh, I, I because we we've never really spoken before we for just, you're just there I'm, and i see into your world and you see into my world and we don't really communicate with each mm -hmm. other other than that you're always at the top of my feed so I, we haven't had a chance to talk about this before but are you finding other connections um that you're you're, are, you're finding meaningful 
on on Instagram, social media, because this is something that I've been doing for like five years. Is just I I do, and I I really feel like it's a soul family connection thing. Um, the gold hippie. I just I I love her. I've been following her since. Gosh, I think probably when I first started the, doing the Instagram thing. Um, I think there's a couple other people. And I follow, um, I just try to keep it keep it real. I like the things everybody has to say. Sometimes I need a little bit of a, a guidance system sometimes <laughs> with my thoughts. And you do some, some nice readings, and then she's got some great stuff to say. And... It's nice to hear a different perspective. Yeah, and then and I, I there are people who say how like social media is so evil and and negative, and it's like you're just following the wrong people. Like I've take like if there's something that I disagree with that somebody, especially somebody that I don't even know, you just unfollow it, and you can keep your your feed completely however you want it to be. For some reason, mine does not do that. Like if I were to pick up Kevin's phone or Candace's phone or Kayla's phone, like everybody's. Of course, it's their algorithm. Of course, it follows it. But I'm like, mine isn't really what I want it to be right now. So I keep trying to see if you were like this, see if you were like that. And I know I follow some political stuff on here that just, like, bombards my brain sometimes. <laughs> I just have to turn it off and, like, st take a step away from it. Yeah. I don't follow any political stuff on Instagram. I go to Twitter for that stuff. And it's really hardcore over there. Oh, my Lord. Twitter. <laughs> and I just stay on Instagram to, for positive, uh, happy, love and light stuff. And the, the shadow the shadow work gets done on Twitter. Twitter, man. I'm, I'm like a silent stalker on that thing. I don't even want to say anything out loud on no, Twitter. No, I never say anything <laughs> out loud, but that's where I get all my... <laughs> My heavy, dark information. <laughs> is, is... Exactly. And you're right. You'll find it. You'll definitely find it on there. I know ever since um, this whole Seattle thing kind of went down, I've been not wanting to really look on it too much. I'll, I'll get on there here and there and scroll a little bit, but it's overwhelming. I, you really do got to step back sometimes. But the thing about Twitter is it, it's complete uh opposites like somebody it doesn't matter somebody will post something and in the comments there's never anybody that's just like kind of down the middle it's always hate against hate and <laughs> trashing it against people just trashing each other and it kind of i like to look in there just because it's like okay well this is really what's going on in america there's just so it's so polarized uh and now i'm going to go back to instagram where we're all where we can all where unity I'm is the message happy over here <laughs> Thing. It's great. <laughs> so I don't quite don't pretend it's not happening. I don't pretend it's all love and light, but I don't stay there. <laughs> I don't live there. Yeah, I just kind of poke in and see what's up. And then I'm deucing out. <laughs> stay <Yeah>. long. <laughs> well, what what else? What else? What's been uh what's been uh on your mind lately? What have you what what have been the What's been the biggest epiphany you've had in the last couple of weeks? I mean, the, the the world's been changing, and, you know, I'm sure your spirituality goes with it, especially now that you've had time to step into yoga and meditation more, and you're not in the rat race of the office. Um, are, you seeing, are you seeing humanity in a different way? Are you seeing uh, other ways to approach, you know, bringing the world together? Do you have some ideas? Man, I, I just wish everybody would stop and think before they say shit sometimes. Like, or maybe, like, think about how, okay, this is where I wanted to go with this. Okay, so the things that I see, in the, and, like, I've, I've gotten into arguments, especially even at work. Like, I've made some comments. I'll go ahead and throw it out there that I think 9-11 was an inside job, which is a shared opinion with a lot of people, but I've had people like approach me with that opinion and be very aggressive. And how can you believe that anybody would ever do something like this? How could you believe the government would do something like this to you? Like, how can you believe that they wouldn't? You know what I mean? Like yeah. if everybody could just sit down and be like, listen, if you're, if you have any type of Christian ideology, if you believe in God, you believe in the universe, you believe in the devil, you believe that he's real. He works in mysterious fucked up ways you know what i mean like if, if you could understand that he is that deceitful that maybe the shit that you're hearing is true 
You know, maybe it's not. But there's got to be an easier way where we're not stabbing at each other constantly. Like, have a conversation. It it drives me nuts. The hate, it just, I can't, I can't do it. I can't even be a part of it. Like, it's too much. I, I don't understand why we can't all just agree to disagree. Okay, if this is how you look at it and this is how I look at it, you don't have to wait till I turn around and, you know, throw some daggers in my back. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I believe that 9-11 was an inside job as well, by the way. So, uh, and, but it, it is, it's, but that creates a reaction in people. Just, to, just to the fact that I believe it, I'm not going to push it on you. If you don't want to hear any more, we don't have to talk any more about it, but like, you don't need to, just the, the way they come back so hot with anybody. It's in that, it's we're not crazy. just that. It's anything in any pol- political religions, too, where people just hate each other. It's anything anywhere. Like, I I follow this um, the subway creatures thing. I just, I've always been fascinated with the subway. I've never been to New York. I've never been on a plane. You know, Florida girl. <laughs> um, but, like, there's this guy that was ironing his clothes and somebody it, it was a joke like they they were doing it for fun and this girl got so mad she's like how dare you make fun of a homeless man who's just trying to go out there and find a job and i'm like that really like why are you i don't understand the reactions that some people have they immediately get like how dare you like, how come you know it's sometimes it's just none of our business you know like why can't you just look at something without getting so provoked with anger yeah yeah, everyone's on a, uh, I don't know, everyone's just, everyone's on edge. It's 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 like a uh, collective anxiety going on right now, and we, nobody even knows whose side they're on anymore. You know, well, there's so much back and forth, and it's even more confusing, because then you'll, you'll notice, like, the hashtags, um, like, they'll have hashtags for MAGA or hashtags for Biden, and it'll be opposing people talking crap, but it's not even the appropriate hashtag. It's just some, something to throw out there to get you confused yeah. and angry. And the, the cross-force of information, like, you wonder why people are in a panic and in a tizzy because they don't even know. Like, we don't know. Nobody knows. You know, nobody has the answers. But we're all angry. And we all want to do something about it. I just feel like there's so much brainwashing, you know, like, ah, you just, I don't know. I don't know the answer, man. <laughs> I just know it's weird out there right now. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I don't think anybody knows the answers. So that's why it's so weird or not. It's not weird. It's, it, it's just the way it's always been. But it, like, this is instead of like hating on each other, like this is the time to come to be- together and, see each other's side a little bit because each other's side is really the same thing. It's just different sides of the right. same coin, but that we are just arguing with each other instead of really seeking answers. It's, it's a, uh, it's just, a, it's just the method. Like we can both, we can all have what we want if we just come together. But everybody has a point they want to prove. They've got to prove something, you know, they got to tear down something. They got to destroy something. And right. For, for their <sighs> point to be right. Something else has to be wrong. Right. Yeah. Right, right. And I don't understand this mentality. I don't understand how how this makes it better. You know, how does it make it better? You're going to have people out there that are hateful, that have been brought up in hate and, you know, supremacy and, you know, all this stuff. And it's just, it's not helping. Like, if we could just all look at each other in the eyes and, and see past everything that we've been taught and drilled and, Hate is weird. Hate is a weird, weird animal. Yeah. Well, it's almost like uh, it's, I, I don't know because I know a lot of old uh, hateful people too. But it's almost like you, you reach a point, and I don't know if it's a spiritual thing even where you where you. I mean, because I'll admit I've been angry at I've I've I've, uh, I've burned some bridges and I've thrown some some uh, insults out at at family members in the in the past um politically in political arguments on facebook Mm -hmm. and the me now is like whether i still have those those ideas or not would never uh even engage in the first place because i knew i know how it will end and so but you have to kind of grow into into that because because 
there, there was a part of me that was so angry that was like, why can't you see this? Why aren't you seeing this? Why are we, why are you, why can't, how are you look, having this opposite opinion? Like, it's so clear. How could you have an opposite opinion? Right. And being so angry about it. But now, you know, 10 years removed from Facebook, eight years removed from Facebook, it's like, how, why would I even have engaged? Why would I, why would I care what this other person thinks? And to me, like, I think that my silence and certain opinions doesn't put me automatically on an opposite narrative. I feel like I'm choosing to speak because of my power be to have wisdom, wisdom to know when is the right time, when is not the right time. Maybe I shouldn't say, you know, it's just, I don't feel like you need to just constantly bark out what you have to say immediately because and myself personally, like, I'll hear myself talk sometimes, and then as soon as I start talking, then I'll say something, I'll be like, well, I just contradicted myself. You know, like, yeah. wait till the emotions die down. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, me, like, I, I was raised as, my parents are Jehovah's Witnesses. They were Jehovah's Witnesses. They're still Jehovah's Witnesses. And I, I was with, I, was, I did that till I was about 13 years old. Um, so their opinions on things are constantly different. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, constant back against the wall no matter what I do over here so. so do you still have contact with your parents oh yeah I talk to them all the time they're just you know right now with everything that's going on they're very much like this is the tribulation this is spiritual warfare um you know aren't the end of the world is coming you need to get right with God, you need to get right in here. And it, it bothers me because I'm like, where I'm at spiritually doesn't need a a label on it. I don't, I don't need to be called a Jehovah's Witness or a Baptist or whatever, you know, for me to, to know where I stand at inside of my heart and soul. Like, when I had to live with them a little bit whenever um, I went through my little rough patch of life. And I would bring my, my stones in there and my Buddhas in there. And I would come home from work and my Buddha would be facing in the corner. Like he was in trouble. And I'm like, Mom, <laughs> why are you in my room rearranging things? She was like, this is a pagan symbol. You cannot have this in here. He has to face the wall. And I'm like, man, I got to get a place. <laughs> I was so excited when I moved out. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That, that gives you some, uh, you, you, gotta, you need some, something to get your, the fire burning. All moving home is always a, a good way to uh, motivate. <laughs> That's funny. My my uh my family is Mormon, so oh, um, really? when the whole uh COVID thing started and the quarantine was going on and stores were running out of toilet paper, uh they all were were thinking it was end times as well. And now that you know things are opening back up and stores have toilet paper again, there's a little bit of a letdown, I think, that it it wasn't the end of the world. I I totally am right there with you on that. Like I feel like like my mother was telling me she's like I can't believe I lived long enough to see the Bible prophecies come true. And you know I'm not I will never bash anyone's religion. I feel like there is truth in every single bit of it. I feel like whatever feels good to you, then that's what you should do. But I don't feel like you should come at somebody for not doing it. But yeah, I I felt that. And then my, I had neighbors down the road that had um, put out signs in their front yard that said the end is now jesus is coming and a couple weeks ago they pulled them out and put them against their their house like where you couldn't read it anymore i was like did you did you get let down <laughs> were you disappointed <laughs> in that do you <laughs> not here anymore like i don't understand i know i know they were promised armageddon damn it <laughs> they, they where wanted. is armageddon <laughs> <laughs> where are the birds that are supposed to eat on my eyeballs i'm waiting <laughs> <laughs> my uh that, that is really what i was told at some point in in my little life yeah that's that's well i, I know me too so um my uh i'm not on facebook anymore but my my daughters are and they'll text me every once in a while and be like dad listen look at what grandma posted and she'll be like just don't say anything just She's 80 years old. <laughs> if you still want a grandmother to talk to you. <laughs> They're like, can you believe this shit? And it's like, just don't let it go. You're not going to, believe me, you're not going to change your mind. <laughs> I've, tried, I've been exactly. trying. Exactly. There's nothing you can say. <laughs> Will not end well. It's going to come back at me. 
Yeah, then you're so, going to have to deal with it. <laughs> You'll be having the conversations. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, it, it, interesting how you still, I still can't avoid Facebook just because I get texts with people telling me things that they're saying on Facebook. It's like, well, leave. <laughs> yeah. That's why you don't go Was there. Was it hard for you to, to, to totally take Facebook out of your life? Did you find yourself wanting to creep on back and take a peek? I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've st I still have a Facebook page. Um, I just don't have, I like unfriended everybody. I have no friends on Facebook, but every once in a while, I still jump on there and like skip around the family and see what's going on and get a little angry again, you know, and it's like, oh, they're still, they're still thinking that way. Uh, I'm glad I'm not here. And then I, you know, a couple of months later, I can make the rounds again. And, um, I can't do it. I just cannot do it. And the one thing that really irked me about Facebook, and I know that we got, like everyone gets on there. If you like, we we have never personally met in, in person. We've been following each other for a long time. Um, but I like I know I know people, and then I see them knowing other people, befriending people that they've never even met before. And I know those people as well. And I'm like, y'all would hate each other. Like, if y'all ever met each other in real life, y'all would absolutely not at all be cool with each other. And, like, they're sending each other stuff like, you're an earth angel and you're just this wonderful person and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, man, I really wish that they would have, like, a Facebook reunion where you guys could actually meet each other and see who you've been, like, sending all this love to that. Maybe it's good that they don't. Let's keep it up. I guess love. so. It freaks me, though. Like, I hate it. Like it, it's just so weird, so so weird. <laughs> yeah, I just that, that's the problem with it. That's the problem is that it's that uh, there are people that you know and they're giving you um, these. Uh, they're they're like opening up about who they really are, and you're like, oh, I really wish I didn't know this about you. Um, <laughs> and and maybe and maybe Instagram's been a different experience for me because I've tried to stay as anonymous as possible. Like I don't follow my kids. I don't follow my, anyone in my family just so that other family members can't, I mean, I look at their stuff, but I don't want, I can't heart their stuff because I don't want other family members to see me, to find me. You know that I have. have you ever accidentally hearted and then had to re-heart or uh, unheart your heart? Yeah. I yeah. Hate and that. it's like, oh <laughs> shit. You caught me creeping. Oh, I'm out of here. Well, the thing is, is I don't, I don't, I probably, I don't want to sound weird. So, um, but I have, I have a, uh, a completely anonymous meme account that I post on maybe once a month, but that's the account that I use to, to see what's up. Just cause it's like, if you look at it, you would never think it was me. <laughs> so a lot of accounts. There's a lot of accounts. I do, but, but I have a lot of uh, sides to my personality. So and there's nothing wrong with that. I've been saying to myself this whole entire time, like I'm going to start a page where I just post my pictures of myself doing my little yoga in my little living room. And I, I haven't done it yet because I, I have this fear now that I'm going to screw up this account that I have and not be able to get logged in again and lose a bunch of other pics. I just need a phone upgrade. That's really all it boils down to. <laughs> then I can make my yoga dreams come true. Yeah. yeah. I, I have a sister who is a um, she's a professional like fitness trainer and she owns a gym and she works with Shape, Shape Magazine and Muscle Fitness Magazine and does all these things. She's like, you can't do these things without a certification. I'm like, it's just a picture. Like, <laughs> can I just take a picture? I don't need to be certified to do that. Yeah, you're not teaching anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's bizarre. One day. I think it will happen one day. I'm not so sure, but that is the goal. I've had all these things that I thought I would be by now that, like, haven't come to play. And I think that that's fine. Yeah. Like, why do you? I just don't know why, where I'm going. Isn't, that's boring, though, to, to say this is what I'm going to be and then be it. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you, you seriously, you didn't deviate from the path once. <laughs> there were no other options that looked better along the way. I mean, it's good to have goals, but like, whatever. If something else comes along that's more interesting. I think sometimes people get so infatuated with the idea of what they think that they're supposed to become or what they should be already that they can't put any energy or focus into what may be better or be completely different. You know, like you just think this is the path that I'm supposed to be on. I'm just going to sit here until it happens and then it doesn't happen. But you could have missed all these wonderful opportunities to do something else. Yeah. Or just enjoy the now. Just yeah. missing out on right, right now. now as they're looking at tomorrow. You're right. That's difficult for 
a lot of people to to sit in the right now. It's difficult for myself. I'm not even gonna lie. It's difficult for myself to sit in the right now. You you kind of, especially if you have like an anxiety brain that's like, oh, I got all this stuff to do over here. Like five years ago, I said this really stupid thing out loud, and like, I wonder if people still think about it. I'm like, that is the dumbest thing in the world. Like people don't think about anything that you said five years ago. They're too busy wor- being worried about what the they're doing and how they're coming off and what they look like to other people. Yeah, yeah, or, or maybe they remember. So what? <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> That's what you have to let go. You have to let go of the fact that they might still remember. So what? You're right. You're right. <laughs> Not everyone's as forgetful as me. So what is so hard to say and mean it? That's the truth. Well, but I think I think the the important thing to remember is that whatever you're doing on your your quest to to be who you think you're supposed to be to just keep fighting for happiness. And if you have, even when you have happiness, you have to keep fighting for the happiness you have to maintain it because there's so much negativity that comes at you that you have to deflect. This is true. And so many people, well, that goes on our negativity and just telling you how it's not going to work or what you should do or what you shouldn't do. And I love the place that I'm at right now because I'm literally like, I've always had a plan. Like I was like, okay, well, if this thing goes wrong here, then I can always go off and do this, 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 and this. But with this whole COVID and this whole everything shutting down, like all of those sweet little plans that I thought I could have to to save my ass, they're gone. And I kind of, I'm kind of excited about it because I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to worry about anything. Like if something happens with this job, I'm just going to go where I'm supposed to go. I'm just going to go with this flow. I'm not going to worry about it anymore. I've worried way too much in my life about things that just happened and they turned out great. Like all these little worries and everything ended up being great. Yeah. I want all those hours of sleep back too. Like I, I want them all back. <laughs> when you figure out how to, how to do that, let me know. Cause... <laughs> I will. I will let you know. You'll be the first one. It's you and Holly up. Hey, guys. I could <laughs> guys use some of those hours of sleep. hours tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, it's, it's, uh, I feel you. I feel you. I, I, uh. I, I, like I said, like somehow, somehow we're we're kin, and uh, I don't know, I don't know how, I don't know wh- where we met in a previous life or where we're gonna still meet in this life, but like I feel your family and my family have known each other for many generations, and I m- might sound strange, but it's only because I, you and Kevin are at the top of my feed all day every day <laughs> so I'm, I, I'm like i feel like i'm part of your a part of me feels like a like you're, you're creeped out by it like this guy is always hearting my stuff like right away but sorry you're just at the top no i love it <laughs> i told you i feel like it's soul family and i totally know what you're saying because there are some people that i have met and i'm like okay so like my kids have this really cool like friends and her their mother and their father are just super fun like she's a hypnotist like they do all this crazy fun spiritual hippie dippy stuff and i'm like i just know that like the reason why we're we're not like closer than what we should be or friends at all actually i should say outside of instagram um i feel like we've already been that way and i feel like that's why our children are friends right now you know what i mean like we've already had it like at some point in my lives this old soul has had many lives. I can just feel it. Yeah, and and then you don't need that constant uh, involvement in each other's lives. You can each live each other's lives, and you know you're cool. We're cool with each other. We don't have to hang out. Because <laughs> <laughs> who's got the time? In a little ways. Who's got the time? <laughs> I think that's what a lot of anxiety comes from. Um, with like having to get together and social anxiety, is it's like. Who has the like? I have to. I have so little time to myself that now I have to carve out this time for myself to go be around people I don't that I'm awkward around. You know what I mean? I <laughs> it's do. like it's like it's not that I'm lazy or I just don't. I just I just have so little time. <laughs> I don't like being around people. It's not where I want to spend that free time that I actually have. I, I think that way. I'm like. Then I see people going off in these big groups together and like being these super super social little extroverted butterflies, and I'm like, you guys have time to do all this. And then I think about it, and I'm like, how does anyone get off work at five o'clock and then want to get out of their work clothes, get into a whole new outfit, 
and then go out somewhere and have <laughs> drinks and f- food and associations and come back. Man, I'm like five o'clock. I've got my whole evening planned out. Like I'm about to make myself a drink. I'm hopping in the shower. I'm getting stuff cleaned up and I'm ready to chill out. I don't have the energy <laughs> to want to even do that. Yeah. A second yeah. round of like putting clothes on. Like I don't even like I'll tell you, like since I've been working <laughs> home, I've gotten dressed up twice. And that was to go to the meat market in Bartow. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. We, we'll, we'll be watching uh, something on like Netflix or something where there's friends together. And Holly will say, I want friends. Why can't we have friends? I'm like, this isn't real. <laughs> You're watching. <laughs> isn't real. <laughs> I, I, I say that all the time. I'm like, I would just like to have one friend, just one, you know, if we wanted to go off and do things. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> if you had added one more friend to your life, it would be too much. It would, it would... I would be sitting here saying, oh, God, what do I got to say now to not have to go and do these social obligations? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 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 Because a friend's a two-way street and you have to, like, listen to their shitty problems, too. Who's got time for that? I, I totally understand. <laughs> Like, I got my own heavy. I don't need any more heavy. <laughs> Especially when exactly, you have teenage exactly. daughters. And, like, you're dealing with teenage daughters and they have friends. Like, but let me tell you, like, I always have someone over here. So if Candace has a friend over, that's a lot going That's That's a lot. That's fulfilling. That fulfills all of my social obligation needs because I'm taking care of someone else. <laughs> and, you know, teenagers, you've raised them. So. Yeah, yeah. No, my, uh, my 18 year old daughter had a graduation party here last night where she had a couple close friends over just a couple, just a couple. And it was like, I'm going to just disappear to the garage. <laughs> How can I make it oh, to my bedroom without any of them seeing me? Really sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. It's a joy though. I, I do like that. They, they want to, to talk to me and tell me the things that are going on, even though sometimes the things I wish I didn't know, but I'm glad I know yeah. them, so I know what to yeah. look out for. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, you're not, I'll tell them, you're not supposed to be telling me this. This is stuff you hide from your parents. Like, you tell me about this stuff years from now when we laugh about it. I've told them that. I'm like, can you just try? <laughs> can you just try a little harder to, like, not let me find this stuff out? Like, why? <laughs> look, I'm, I'm happy to let you live your life. Just don't tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my goodness i know that's well this has been great um this has been fun i hope you'll uh consider doing this more often i do want to do it more often i'm just a rambling hobo i ramble all along i'm just a rambling hobo I ramble all alone Ain't got no one to love me No place to call my home 